hello everybody and welcome to oh snap an mcu podcast i'm the host mike marback and today we're covering episode seven breaking the fourth wall uh today i'm joined by rob alessiani hello katie swerko hi samantha russell hello marcelie jean-pierre hello there michael henley hello and today we're joined by the co-host of the mcu explained youtube channel uh tabitha parker hey hey thank you for being here uh, i was saying off the air uh this is the air i guess we're on the air uh that i know tab from chicago one of my she was on my first uh, improv improv teams club group team oh yeah yeah way back uh and, and here we are uh talking about wandavision wow what a road How long ago you guys on a team <laughs> oh i want to say 15 years ago at this point that 2006? is roughly correct. Yes, yeah. 2007. It was all leading to this moment. <laughs> it was. All yeah. for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got comedy friends from Chicago, comedy friends from Philly. So yeah, we're all mixing it up. Um, we always I'm just start processing with... right now that 2006 was 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring everybody down. Sorry. Uh, all right. No, we're good. Yeah. Uh, we always begin with uh, first impressions of the episode. Uh, surface level thoughts, what you thought, thumbs up, thumbs down, things you, quick things you liked or didn't like. Uh, let's go to uh, our guest first. Tab, what did you think? Um, I think that this episode was a lot of information, was my uh, initial reaction. They're, they're starting to fill us in on what's been going on overall. And essentially what seems to be setting up for whatever fight is coming in the last episode. Rob. I thought it was good. Um, I don't know that it, it wasn't my favorite of the series, but um, it confirmed some things that were speculated for a while with Agatha. Um, and it uh, it went further away from some theories that I'm still holding out some hope for, like this is how they bring the mutants into the universe. But it, it, I, I think there's less and less uh, likelihood that that is happening. So I, I thought it was a good. It's a seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, let's call uh, it that. Katie, um, I really loved it. I thought it was fun. Uh, it was a lot of information. I agree with Tabitha, but. Um, I love the way that they worked in this era's like TV show into it because I think it was the perfect, we'll go into it later, but I think the, uh, the show that they picked was the perfect style for what they were doing this episode. Yeah, yeah, Marcelie. I loved it as well. I thought that, um, I mean, throughout the entire series, I think that the incorporation of um, the TV shows and the the different themes that they weaved in with the commercials and everything um, along those lines has just been masterful, honestly. Um, and I enjoyed getting all, all the information that we that we get because because uh, of the length of the episodes and having to wait a whole week. So I, I just love having uh, a bunch of things to break down and reasons to look on YouTube and watch everybody's breakdown videos uh, and see what different theories are popping up and what different theories have been uh, debunked because of what happened in the in the episode. But um, yeah, Agatha, I mean, I know we'll, we'll get into it, but I, I just love, even though we've, we've talked about the speculation and everything like that, um, and I kind of already assumed that she was Ag uh, Agatha Harkness, um, 
just like the reveal was so good <laughs> so yeah. fun yep uh michael uh really enjoyable episode liked it a lot uh some really great performances uh katherine hahn amazing uh uh elizabeth olsen doing her best julie bowen impression very well i'm worried not i'm not worried but like it does feel like the ride is kind of coming to a stop if only because as someone who really appreciated both the mcu stuff but also like the classic sitcom stuff this definitely feels like the end of the line in a couple different ways Uh, and this one was probably the biggest departure from all of them outside of the that one episode that we spent totally outside the hex for the most part this one felt like the biggest and it felt like the harbinger of like this is you know where we're definitely going um which is totally fine but like the sitcom stuff i really really enjoyed so Mm -hmm. but um no i really enjoyed this episode a lot yeah sam uh i liked the episode as well i thought it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed all of the like different era of props constantly changing and that that was a lot of fun to watch and um the ending was just absolutely delightful so uh yeah i had i I enjoyed it yeah i i agree with all that i enjoyed the episode um a lot of information uh which i got no problem with i broke my own rule after this episode which is i went online and looked at a uh a breakdown uh in full like there were a couple times where i went went and i was like no no, you don't want to know anything let's just try to go through because that's one of my things about the podcast that i do is i try to not know (laughs) Uh, i try to have it be centered on um what i know and can get from the show uh which sometimes highlights how intuitive i can be and also how stupid um (laughs) uh so i did i broke my own rule i watched one of the uh the breakdowns uh and it they are very helpful, you know, uh, and hopefully people listening to the podcast, uh, this one find it to be, uh, equally helpful. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the episode. I do think that it's probably, if not the end of the line for those, uh, sitcom full sitcom things, uh, this was a great way to go out. Um, but maybe we'll see some kind of characters, uh, come in. Because if everything's breaking down, maybe we don't see a full sitcom structure so much as we might see just kind of people playing a particular character from different from any kind of uh, genre. Uh, you don't think or, we're going to get a young vision era? <laughs> I would love to see a young vision, yeah, baby vision again. Yeah. Baby vision. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like I do feel like everything is just kind of meshing into all different time periods now. So that mm-hmm. that is a possibility, yeah. I think, with the different characters coming in from the different levels of sitcom yes. who called that one of us called that what, Which, what was what i'll take the, credit the, for the, it the, 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 yeah it was everything Marley. flashing in and out <laughs> oh. everything flashing in and out uh, of like I different think, time periods i think i was like wouldn't this be cool if this happened that like everything fractures so like things start being not in the same timeline We'll, so go the, we'll go to the we'll go to the tape. Yeah. We'll go to the tape. <laughs> we'll go to the tape. You both get half a point. Marceli for claiming credit, Katie. <laughs> yeah, credit. For actually saying. <laughs> um, okay. What's interesting. Yeah. Sorry. What's no, interesting ahead. about um that we are the era of sitcom that they're in right now is that it's very very likely. So brace yourselves if you don't like this. That the next episode is all flashbacks to show you how we got here. But they've also hit the area era of sitcoms of like How I Met Your Mother, where you're telling mm-hmm. a story uh, that already happened. Mm, so yeah. 50-50, I think. 
But also oh, a sitcoms having a clip show seems pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the best of. She's, yeah. But she's telling the story to the twins, like in How I Met Your Mother, how he right. tells it to his two kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be great. I don't know why that like flipped my brain out so intensely. It's going to be called <laughs> How I Killed Your Father. How <laughs> <laughs> I Killed Your Father. Oh. Uh, we are, we're going to begin with a quick sword uh sword storyline this is hayward's faction of of sword because we saw that there are apparently two factions we'll get to that uh but this is hayward leading things and we learned that the broadcast is dead uh sword is uh readying to storm the hex uh and we get a pretty big view our first like overall view of the hex and it almost looks it looks uh, like a hexagon it looks like a hexagon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> looks like uh, like a hex. <laughs> you're going. You're really. Struggling. It's, it's a little uh, <laughs> six-sided uh, figures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hexagonal. Um, so there's there's that, and then there's a quick bit where Darcy and uh, Jimmy are talking and uh, talking about codename cataract that Hayward did not want to. Uh, he was trying to bring Vision back uh, and use him as a weapon, but it didn't necessarily work until Wanda got involved um and monica wants to go warn wanda about that um what's what's hayward's deal he's a he dick. hates superpowered <laughs> individuals so he, he's just one of those yeah. classic comic book characters that is just <laughs> anti he's he's yeah. a j jonah jameson he thinks spider-man's a menace yeah yeah and i i think that you know i they had the one moment um when he was talking about what happened during uh, the five years, the last five years after the uh, the snap and before the blip, it was it seemed as though something or some things that were very traumatic happened to him and to um, to his coworkers and his family, and it just seems like there's a lot more to his motivation to yeah. um, be mm -hmm. so extreme. So uh, and and I would I would err on the side of. Uh, uh, giving the benefit of the doubt to uh, the writers um, mm -hmm. of, you know, being able to give him a, a legit multi-dimensional uh, story arc um, somehow. That's what I was hoping. Is... Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> if the show is about grief, maybe he lost someone. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I hope he's not just like a cartoonish, you know, like, <laughs> Shut this you down. Yeah. Yeah. Literally like a J. Jonah Jameson. Literally like a J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, yeah and um, he doesn't have to have lost somebody that left and then came back off or anything. It could, I mean, there's plenty of destruction within the Marvel universe where people have been killed. Sure. Um, so yeah, he, well, it's he, like the um, that's literally the plot of The Incredibles too, yeah. which is also a Disney property. I was just thinking this. Yeah, that like I mean, the the big the big bad of the movie was someone whose life was like incredibly negatively impacted by the existence of supers so like her whole her whole thing is that like i'm gonna make it's a different it's a different situation because hayward isn't trying to make the supers look bad which is the plot of incredibles 2 sorry for all you incredible heads out there who haven't <laughs> seen <laughs> um, but yeah that like motivation of like my life like y'all don't realize the impact and the damage that you're doing to people like us who are just trying to like pay our taxes and like have a nice barbecue every once in a while. Yeah. I also think too, I mean, it, I mean, when, when Wanda displays just such the 
this tremendous amount of power. It's very like I wonder if to somebody like Hayward, basically, like we know Wanda is a good person because we've seen her, you know, be an Avenger in, in, in a ton of movies and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, when the world when the world was hit by Thanos, basically, I, I have to imagine it's like someone like Hayward just kind of thinking they're pretty much all the same that like Wanda's power is really no different mm -hmm. from Thanos's power. And it doesn't really even matter. Like the person wielding it, what they claim to say, basically like Thanos thought he was doing a good thing too, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if uh, Tabitha's hunch is uh, correct, then maybe we'll see that flashback. We'll see some, we'll see why he, he is, yeah. we'll see the, um, uh, the wicked uh, as it pertains to, to Hayward. <laughs> Was he involved at all with Monica's mother previous to this? Like, besides just being like, is, were there any, were there anything more than just coworkers? Do we know that? Hmm. Coworkers. I don't know. Like Dog. maybe because I, I had this theory that like, <laughs> like they kind of put this, they kind of put this like, oh she died uh, and it was cancer, and I keep thinking like it was some kind of exposure to something super powered or mm. you know like and and if they were involved in some way other than just you know co-workers maybe he blames the supers for that and i don't know yeah. i'm i'm getting instead I'm getting of, far afield here and there might be a himself, very distinct maybe. comic book answer to this yeah. but uh, yeah I, I would think that he would be a little bit nicer to monica if that was the case yeah he's maybe. kind of a dick to monica and i feel like yeah <laughs> Or it's like a Snape Harry situation where like mm -hmm. he was super in love with Lily and that in, in his own terrible brain was like, this gives me complete justification to be ass an asshole to this child. Mm, Mrs. Rambo, <laughs> what were you doing in space? Uh, Tab? Uh, have you guys talked about how Hayward, his last name is the same as a Hydra agent from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? We we've we've made a we've made a Hydra at like I feel like we've made a Hydra speculation. But yeah, not so that specific he, connection. But not that connection. There there is a Hydra agent on Agents of Shield with the same last name. So there's some speculation that they mm. were maybe brothers related mm. and I believe that guy died. So there's mm. Are okay. we is Agents of Shield canon? No. Not, not unclear. To, I was yeah, yeah, I was okay. So what is what is the difference between the sword and the shield? <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> this is a valid uh, question. Sword is, is space, I, right? Is there, is yes, there in the comics? Space. Sword is space, terrestrial is shield. But yeah. in this universe, they're kind, they they took the because sword means sentient world, and in this, it's sentient weapons. So yeah. they're like okay. not sure if they're, but who knows. I didn't think that um, uh, Agents of Shield was canon, so they could it could be if it is. I think it still works with what y'all are saying, and if it's not, then it definitely works with what uh, what y'all are saying. The, one of the better theories about it is that it started as canon, but in that show they mess with the timeline so much, so that mm -hmm. by the time you get to the end of it, they're not in the in the originating universe anymore. I didn't finish Agents of Shield. Uh, I think I watched the first three or four seasons, um, uh, so I do know that there are even before I watched that recap today that there are possible connections between this episode and Agents of Shield outside of Hayward, if that being the book. Um, any other thoughts on Hayward Sword? I hope he's. I just hope he's 
I hope he's more three dimensional, like we were saying that that, yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. And, and I do have faith in the writers that that it will turn out as such. I don't think he's necessarily done after this. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're uh, going into uh, Baron Zemo is the villain in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we know J. Jonah Jameson is back. We're going into a anti-hero series of villains. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's get into Vision's uh, storyline. Uh, very, very short. Uh, to put this very, very short, uh, he is trying to get to Wanda, and there is a whole bunch of roadblocks. Uh, there, uh, <laughs> literally, literally, literally. At first, <laughs> yeah, it, it is uh, kids crossing the street, construction. It was everything but two two people carrying a pane of glass across. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that. I wanted that, that so yeah, much. That would have been so much fun. Uh, he he wakes up and it's basically the next day because we also see that Wanda is getting out of bed in in her storyline uh, and he is waking up um, from his uh, near destruction uh, and he's okay he's okay um, he pulls Darcy out of her uh, uh, not coma trance I guess mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I'm struggling with words <laughs> um, yeah uh, so what do you got on this. It was uh, fun. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I just, I, I just thought, uh, I really enjoyed all of his little like interviews because yeah, the yeah. way he was sitting, it was just so very human. And like the one time he scratched the back of his head and I like, I couldn't stop laughing going, he's not itchy. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> he doesn't have nerve endings. Yeah. So, so I just, know? I just enjoyed just that the humanness of his talking to the camera. I think Vision I could get an itch. Yeah. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I want to believe the direction they gave him was basically just like, okay, so in these shots, you're not Vision. You're Vision playing Paul Bettany, who is like sitting down uh, with like the 10th interviewer you've seen today, basically being asked the same question. And yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you're like a little bit tired. You're trying not to show it. You're bored. You're trying not to show it. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I, I do love the little detail of the fact that he was mic'd yeah. in yeah. all the interviews. Because yeah. yeah. in the last one where he's frustrated, he's like, why am I even talking to you guys? And you just see him start like <laughs> fiddling with the off. mic, which I didn't <laughs> notice at first. I was like, oh, that's so good. Like that yeah. little like, mm, <laughs> I love it. I, I thought that this section really like epitomized the um, like that this this felt so modern family. I know that the that the the uh the opening credits that they use that the theme song was like the office like yeah. just yeah. yeah rip but but this felt much more modern family to me than in the office yeah. like yeah they did the they did the interview direct to camera thing but like the humor and the timing felt extremely at least the early i think i watched the first three seasons of modern family like religiously and then just fell completely off a cliff and never watched another episode mm-hmm. um but it felt like pitch perfect modern family um so yeah you know they kept having the music underneath when they would go mm -hmm, to those mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. i I felt like that would really and even like the quick cutaways that modern Mm -hmm. family would do like like the office to my recollection never did like that family guy style of like we're gonna say something and cut to it real quick and then come back no that like with the with the hex engulfing people and then cutting back to her um yeah this that I never watched Modern Family, and so I asked around and looked for clips, and I couldn't find any cutaways from that show. I feel like I, I maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I I I remember 
uh, Modern Family having, like there, at least the early seasons. There's a couple, and they all happen. The ones I remember are when, like, the oldest daughter is learning how to drive, and they cut to, like, a moment of, of Phil teaching her how to drive and how, like, terrible of an experience it's been so far. Mm-hmm. I don't, it also might just be, like, jumping off of, like, that style of the time of how popular cutaways just were in shows. Yeah, sure. They did that a lot in 30 Rock, which is around the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, yeah. They've said that every episode has, like, dozens of influences, because uh, with the music they used for the Sword Agents and for the circus backing, I thought more of Arrested Development. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's I what I was actually going to say. Because, like, that whole entire, like, circus like there was a, a couple of shots um that that reminded me directly of uh of arrested development and like I, I was looking and kind of anticipating on some of the uh the youtube breakdowns that i was watching um to see if anybody mentioned it to see if anybody else felt that so i kind of felt I, i'm glad that there's a little bit of validation for that that kind of theory that i had yeah that it was music. pretty good um, yeah <laughs> it was pretty good when the strongman turned out to be gene parmesan yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, did it again. Real, uh, real quick aside. Um, uh, what's her name? Jessica. Um, from, from Jessica Jones. No, from Rest of Development. Oh, uh, Jessica Walter. Yeah, Jessica Walter. Yeah, she does the voice of the mom dinosaur in Dinosaurs because I just started watching yeah. Dinosaurs again. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Again. Because the whole series is on Disney Plus. Yeah. Watch Dinosaurs, y'all. It kind of doesn't hold up, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, I think one of the ways that The Office came through most in this, other than the, it was definitely within the intro, was the looks to the camera. Yes. Uh, Agnes has yeah. one that is yeah. very Office, like, whoa. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. Paul, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Vision has a couple as well, especially when yeah. they're in the fan. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering when um, all the roadblocks were coming, uh, you know, getting in the way. I was like, Vision can fly. Why doesn't he just like yeah. go around? Stuff? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, probably he, he a, a helicopter yeah. would have <laughs> probably. Yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, two helicopters <laughs> with a pane of glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I was thinking of uh, like the um, crossing guard in a helicopter. Or individual <laughs> helicopters just like crossing the sky. Your school budget is incredible, you know. <laughs> Um, it is New Jersey, you know, high property tax of a great school system. Yeah, the mm. great schools. The strongman, I believe, was Hayward's uh, goon. goon. One of Hayward's goons, yeah. <laughs> oh, was that the guy? We love oh, the word okay. Goon. Yeah. I am He's goon. This, he was the same guy that wouldn't help her lift the thing. Mm. Oh. Very, very, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, strong. We were saying yeah. watching this how, how like, man, this, this was like, we need very specific extras for this part the 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 the, uh the backstage ads were like oh fire breather (laughs) shitty mime Uh, (laughs) none of you have speaking roles must ride unicycle i I like the one person was like uh cotton candy person where they're like oh you gotta gotta get the cotton candy machine going right (laughs) you can't do that a thousand times extra work is rough y'all yeah uh darcy gives him a slug not gives him a slug she slugs him um as uh she, she, is, she gives him a drink <laughs> yeah, it, she hands him a slug uh she slugs him and then uh they hightail it out of there in their uh circus truck uh and that's when they're running into all of those those obstacles so is it agnes doing this or is it wanda doing this i think it's agnes, agnes. i think it's agnes yeah yeah because yeah, i think 
I can't well, really I think, think of too many four. reasons why uh, why Wanda wouldn't want Vision to to go home in this mm-hmm. particular She sort of mentioned that to the kids, like, oh, well, yeah. if he wanted to be here, he'd be here. Mm-hmm. Like, she, yeah. she seemed like she wasn't really stopping him, but was disappointed yeah. he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And Vision is the one who's like, he knows the most. He He's the most suspicious person in this entire hex. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, she's she's noticed that um especially when she had her uh run-in with him the last episode uh in the car so i think that from that moment on she was like all right we got to keep vision away from wanda keep vision away from the kids uh because i gotta steal them because <laughs> they're <laughs> and mine. Really away, and for, almost away from others because she knows that he can kind of zap them out mm-hmm. because yep. he was doing that to her so he could zap out people and kind of turn them but she's got to do it both physically by like putting those barriers there, you know, comical as they were. But she's also got to do it mentally because he kind of snaps out of that too. Otherwise, right at the first thing, he'd be like, well, I can fly and yeah. phase through things. So like toodles, it takes him like <laughs> an entire episode to kind of like put two and two together and realize yeah. like, shit, I'm still like, okay, this is all part of this. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think the, the only thing that's making me think it, it, it could be if it's Wanda, it's someone manipulating Wanda, is because it's all reality bending, and that's like Wanda's whole John. Yeah, mm. I did. I did like the moment with um, Darcy and Vision in the car, or it's either in the car or outside of the car. Either way, they're together. Um, uh, where he basically acknowledges that, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not carrying all of this trauma that uh, Wanda is. That like, you know, I don't remember past like two Tuesdays ago when I was in here, but like mm-hmm. Wanda has like been experiencing a whole bunch of stuff. Since and, birth, since like her yeah. childhood. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh man, like the, the thing to realize about like your situation was, you know. And coming from the synthesoid, who knew? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. most yeah. human character of all. Uh, Darcy I, was giving him the previously on. The, uh, yeah, the, I enjoyed that as a person who has no idea. Like, I don't know. I just knew he was dead. So it was You're nice. Our to vision. Have, I, it was nice to have Darcy <laughs> tell me what was going on as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's something they've done throughout this this series. Uh, we we kind of joke about it, um, uh, but they they do give people who don't have the information coming into the show, who haven't watched all of the Marvel series uh who don't do the deep dives into things or host podcasts um or channels uh they give people the the information they need uh as as, when they feel that they need it to get through um but it's also it's as as um tab said earlier the episode is chock full of a whole bunch of other things uh that can tell you about what's coming what has happened before or just some fun things that are thrown in there for for the uh, the true believers Mm mm-hmm it's the yeah. Cimmerillion episode. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of information <laughs> no, okay. thrown in there. No. Yeah, I got you. Um, I'm picking like it up. It. Yep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. There, Vision, he asks, like, you know, what am I now? Which is, no one, she doesn't have the answers. Darcy doesn't have the answers. Um, and then there's kind of parallel. What's that? I said his Jean Valjean moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, he doesn't know what he is she doesn't have the answers um but she does say but i do know that the love is real 
which is so cheesy, Aww. but it's so all at the same time. She's <laughs> like, I've been watching WandaVision all week. <laughs> and I know that the love you two share is the most real thing on the show. Aww. It's beautiful. Um, if Disney really wanted to go meta, they should have had Darcy do a podcast about WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> but just the show inside, like just the show in a show, WandaVision. Yeah. She would have called it like Wanda Listen or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Pod Division. A, a blog, an easy journal, something like that. Yeah, um, yeah that would have uh, been fun. So what, what happens with, because he didn't reach, he didn't get there. Or at least we didn't. Yet. We didn't Not see yet. it. Yeah, he's still like mid-flight. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. It, I, I, I'm wondering now at this point, basically, how much does? I mean, we we still don't know what Agatha's plan is. Uh, we don't know how much Vision factors into it. Whether yeah. him, whether she needs him at all at this point. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't. Yeah. I feel like she just wants Wanda. She's been since episode one has been causing problems between them. Yeah, and it started as the very like sitcom nosy neighbor start causing problems between them, but it's gotten a lot more aggressive as it's yeah. gone on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely seeing things like all right, Hayward is the one who's interested in Vision, and then Agatha is clearly interested in Wanda. Um, so Can it's like those, those, well, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say those, those two kind of parallel stories happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Do we think she's yeah. interested in Wanda or her kids? I think it's the kids. That's what I'm landing. Think, I think for yeah. the children, for sure. Yeah. But I think she still needs Wanda for at least some part of that yeah. uh, to smooth that transition. But I don't know. I, I, I agree with Tabitha. I don't think she needs vision at this point at all. Well, this she is, she could, she could definitely use vision as like a bargaining chip. Yes, that's yeah. true. Where it's like, if you know, like it's this like fucked up choice between like your kids and your partner, but like she might be so desperate to like keep vision in her life that she might be like, uh, I if if I'll do whatever you want if it means I can still have like if he can still be my my husband. Well, and this know? is and this is also assuming that something we speculated before on this podcast that like. Mm, that those kids last the series because mm. they yeah. you know yeah or at least like uh aren't aren't currently just manifestations of wanda and you know if they're actual tangible sentient people or if they're a wanda manifestation because this is where the comics backstory gets like you know pretty it, the, the mcu could get real deep into what the comics have already tr uh, trudged through here but maybe we don't have to Maybe uh, they'll just keep them for Young Avengers, and that's it. That would be yeah. great because I love it. these kids, and I love the yeah. Young Avengers. And, and Monica seemed. I want to see Hulk so real. bad. What was uh, it, Monica, A few episodes when Monica first came out, she said, "Oh no, the kids are definitely real." Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know what that means. She and it's wouldn't have had the like, I don't know. She, to her, they would have definitely been. I don't know real yeah she helped it still birth could... the babies so, yeah i yeah. mean i don't know uh, I, I feel like say, go ahead michael no I was, I was about to say i feel like it would be a very unmarvel move to like one of the things that this you know these these series of movies like really pride themselves on is how much the continuity matters so things are established and they're not forgotten so like yeah. the kids are going to have to carry on because it would feel very unmarvel to kind of forget about them or to kind of walk it back it's like uh, just you know 
Wanda has kids. No, she doesn't. Not anymore. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. I could see a lot of shows doing that. Uh, I don't see this show doing that. Yeah. She, they might go away for a little bit, but they probably are going to come. Like, it might be a thing where maybe the end of the series is like Agatha and the kids go like, whoop, and like disappearing. But mm. then like, probably they'll come back and like, or like the seeds will be planted of like, where's Agatha and the kids, you know, throughout mm. like different Marvel things. Cause yeah mcu loves doing that stuff uh in this episode she clearly gets her hands on them uh, but it's not the first time uh that she's kind of expressed interest in taking them off of wanda's hands or kind of taking over because there was also when it was one of the first episodes where uh they were infants and she's like oh i'll watch them i'll take care of them um and then they kind of aged up um Pedro volunteered to watch them as well in the last episode who was um, it? Uh, Pedro. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Quicksilver. Well, whatever, uh, whoever he is. But yeah, yeah he, he volunteered to, to watch mm-hmm. them as well. So um, there's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my uh, favorite internet clue for Pietro is that someone was like, well, in the Funko Pop figure of him, his name is in quotations yeah. as Pietro Maximo. <laughs> so that proves he's not like yeah. that. Man, we are getting in the weeds. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look to the Funko Pop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you like to get in the weeds about why she might be interested in the kids? I yes. want to hear what you got. Yeah. I w- no, I would sure. love to hear this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we haven't gotten to the commercial yet. Nexus. Um, in the comics, Wanda and Vision are both Nexus level beings, which are crazy powerful beings that can take on like the most powerful uh, other beings that have existed since the beginning of time. And there was, it was said in the comics that any children of the Scarlet Witch would be incredibly powerful and be able to fight those even more powerful Ooh. beings. It's like a very yeah. oversimplified way of saying it. Mm-hmm. It's an One oversimplification other... of events, but essentially, yes. One other uh, thing I, I learned Jimmy. about the Nexus the Nexus status, uh, it, it, they're also the same, at least in the comics, they're the same in every in every uh, timeline. So like, they're like multiverse unifying beings. They're always the same in whatever, they're not like a different version in different multiverses. They're always like, there's only one Scarlet Witch. You yeah, know, and, and there's only, the- there's only supposed to be one Nexus being per multiverse. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Wanda and Vision are both here, so. Hmm. <laughs> Stanley, you crazy, man. Crazy. <laughs> uh, let's get on to, uh, unless there's more oh, on Vision. I have one more question about Vision. Yeah, yeah we do. Um, and this, this ties into what we're about to talk about because, um, you know, later on, when we get the Agatha reveal, um, basically, they, they, they do establish that um, in this very episode, when Wanda is doing her modern style family confessional, that Agatha is in the chair behind the camera, basically, and feeding her questions. So my question is this, when Vision is doing the same thing, who is he talking to? Mm. He's talking to the rabbit. <laughs> or Pietro, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because yeah. she seems to be yeah. controlling him as well. I assumed Agatha. Mm-hmm. I assume that, like, like it, like literally at the end of the episode, they are saying it was mm-hmm. Agatha all along. So if it's mm-hmm. not Agatha, it's someone under her, um, uh, some kind of extension it of could her. Be, yeah, um, control. The neighbor. What's the neighbor's name? I keep forgetting. Dottie. Dottie. 
Not Dottie. Um, the guy her, who was Herb? cutting through the Herb. 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 Yeah. yeah. It could Herb. be Herb because she like because she touched because she touched him. Yeah. And he kind of went who? Mm. And I don't know if that was in the sense of like she pulled him out of it or she like kind of has like now he's under her like spell, you know? Because I feel like Vision is aware enough to know that it would be Agatha. Yeah. You know. And Agatha maybe has partners, partners, helpers. Mm, uh, okay. Maybe a boss. Maybe a boss. I kind of, I've kind of been thinking of her as like, well, yeah, Loki did the attack on New York, but who was really behind all that? Okay. Okay. Right. right. So you're saying we still got a chance for Mephisto? Oh, you think Mephisto? <laughs> I think Nightmare. Oh yeah, they, they, there's a lot, and there's. Grim Reaper, there's also like hints for Well there isn't the rumor that Nightmare is gonna be the big bad in the new Doctor Strange. Yes. Well, so that would make sense if they're doing a tie-in. Well that the what's the tome called? Did we get there? We're not quite there. No, we're not yet. Okay, we'll get we'll we'll talk about when we get to the the, the creepy Satan dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, tomb, that's a good word for it. I was going tomb. what what do you call this? What do you call this room? And I'm like taking notes. <laughs> I'm like, basement. you know, like a sacrificey room. What, what do you call <laughs> My this? Death yeah, like a Satan, like a place to play D&D. <laughs> Satan Tomb is a good word. I'll also accept crypt. I like crypt. Crypt, that's good, crypt that's good. Catacomb? Ooh, Catacomb, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So we go All to right. Team Rambo. Uh, Jimmy and uh, Monica are going to see the, and this is just a real quick summary, going to see the uh, aerospace engineer uh, I don't think that's them. They, those were the people transporting what the aerospace engineer gave them. Yeah, okay. we don't actually yeah. see the aerospace engineer. Right? I okay, hope so, not. Right. I hope that wasn't the reveal. Right. Yeah, uh, I think Marvel was clearly fucking with us. When they <laughs> had that. Yeah. So they they go and meet. Uh, the, they they get the the truck uh, yeah. to put it uh, lightly, and uh, Monica gets in. Everything looks cool. Slams right into it. Uh, and then she kind of uh, just goes in by her by herself. Um, there's a lot, of course, still on the table. So I want to hear what you uh, what you got, Tab. Oh boy, uh, about this entire thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, Monica went ahead and just did it. Um, and then when she's going through the barrier, uh, another reason I think Agatha has helpers is that once you're inside of it, it's not red anymore. Now it's like purple and green and blue, which are probably other magic. Um, and then obviously, uh, hopefully obviously, Monica <laughs> emerges as her superhero self, photon or spectrum, whatever they go with. Yeah, we talked about it on the the last, I guess it was last week's episode, and a couple times throughout the the podcast that uh, in the comics she has she has powers, and they were kind of laying the groundwork for that within this, with Darcy saying your your cells are being changed and whatnot, you're going in, you're going out. Um, so yeah, uh, and I thought that the way that they did that was really cool too. Uh, mm-hmm. When she goes, when she does push through, because she knows that she's been in and out, uh, yeah. she knows that she can get through it, uh, even if this truck can't. Um, <laughs> And you see the different versions of her that we've seen throughout the uh, the um, series so far, and then they all just kind of merge into one, and she kind of pushes through. Uh, and there's also that dialogue underneath, 
um, from Captain Marvel, mostly from Captain Marvel, I think. Maybe there's other yeah. stuff. There's a Nick, Nick Fury, Fury. Uh, when you glow like your aunt, you can join oh. us in space. That that old bit. Yeah. It's uh, it's also worth noting if you guys, I don't know, because I don't know if you guys talked about this last time, but in the comics, she doesn't get her powers till she's an adult after being exposed to electromagnetic energy. Hmm. And she's considered to, she is considered to be a mutant in the comics. Oh, well. oh okay. Yeah, and it does oh. feel like they're leaning photon uh, in terms of yeah. like, just like how they dressed her, like how, how her suit changed. And, and, and all so, of the references got like to two. her mom too. Yeah. yeah, she got two, count them, two superhero landings in this episode. Yeah, what was the... Uh, wanting to drive, the, drive it home that she is now a superhero. Yeah. What were the references to uh, Maria you were saying, Marsley? Yeah, every time they show her mom's name, like on a plaque or on a wall or anything like that, it's like Maria Photon Rambo. So <laughs> okay. Photon was like her, her yeah. nickname. Um, gotcha. So I feel like they've been planting the seed for, for her to be okay. called Photon. She's yeah. she's really lucky that her mom had like a cool nickname and not yeah. like, like something like skis butt or like, something <laughs> like, like or like Spider Man. Like, like, sorry, sorry, it's taken. taken. <laughs> Names taken. Uh, so yeah, Rob said we get the we get two superhero landings um, after that uh, scuffle, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but what? are what exactly are her powers within the com like right now we see that she can kind of see energy we see she's she sees the field uh she sees the hex uh and you see electrical energy coming off the wires and things like that um is there more <laughs> yes uh monica can transform herself into any form of energy within the whole electromagnetic spectrum she is crazy powerful in the comics so i'm imagining they're going to tone it down a little for the mcu because otherwise she will easily be the most powerful one of all of them oh, shit. Wow. yeah because she she can with the energy stuff she can do stuff like make her she can phase through stuff like vision she can bend light around herself to make her invisible she can mm. duplicate energy like it does a lot wow seems very convenient in this situation. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, now, just to jump back to when um, Monica got the uh, the truck from the specific soldier, and, and I guess they were kind of making it seem as though this was the person, the you know, her guy, uh, the aerospace engineer that we were all looking forward to. Um, and, and as uh, I can't remember the, the soldier's name, it was like- Major Goodner. Major Goodner, yeah. Um, I was just like, what? No, yeah. there's no way that this is it. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, I was thinking that maybe it was like, maybe Major Goodner was that scroll um, little girl that she, you know, that Monica maybe. played with uh, yeah. when she was a child in the Captain Marvel movies. But I was like, come on, it, it has to be something more than just like, you know, this, this is one of my friends that I, we got close off screen. You guys don't know the nature of <laughs> yeah, our- Yeah, it's gotta be a uh, There's theories going around on the internet and one of my best friends is like, really hopes this one's true, but people think it might be Reed Richards and yeah. this is yeah. how they bring in Fantastic Four. That's mm -hmm. the, that's probably like the, the, yeah. the, like the best Vegas odds is, is Reed Richards. And then people that who were thinking that the MCU was gonna start bringing in mutants, people were like, oh, is it, it could be 
like beast that's who i want that's i would love to see it i, I love beast but i want like old kelsey grammar beast like, <laughs> like i don't want i don't want like hot oh oh i beast. want i want silver he's Age beast where he's just like a weird guy <laughs> yeah. yeah big feet and glasses he doesn't even have fur he's just he's just like big feet and yeah he's like, a strong hobbit mutton chops <laughs> basically yeah. i don't think i honestly don't think that uh they're going to introduce any major X-Men characters anytime soon. Yeah, uh, I don't think so either. I think that it, because Reed and Beast are both good get, good guesses, obviously, but I think whoever it is, it's going to be like, oh, we're watching the Fantastic Four movie now. Oh, he gets a call from Monica. I guess it was, like, I don't think it's going to be during the show. Right, right. Oh, okay. are, 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 yeah, were, were, were people thinking that we were actually going to meet Reed Richards? In this? Yeah. It's like, they haven't yeah. Yeah. People were hoping. There yeah. secret, secret casting. Well, there's, because, because, um, uh, um, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Vision. Um, Paul Bettany. Paul, Paul Bettany. Bettany. Yeah. Dad, like, in, in episode nine, there is a pretty gigantic, like yet to be yet to be on screen reveal so you know and it's knows. someone he hasn't and it's someone he hasn't previously before. worked <laughs> right yeah we talked yeah about so, <laughs> could be bullshit you know actors lie all the time sure um, sure sure not not trustworthy people um <laughs> it's, but, uh, you know. it's real that that cameo will happen but I don't know who it is. But I, yeah. I can yeah. confirm that an inside Marvel source told me that the cameo is real. <laughs> so it's there. Very nice. All right. Was That's it? Did, did the name rhyme with uh, Mo Besada? No. Okay. So it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't the editor in chief. Okay. Uh, I have a question about uh, this because th that was th those were sword agents, right? Uh, how would Hayward not know about this? Uh, so are they just off on their own, like this rogue faction? It seems maybe they abandoned Sword when he got rid of Monica. They said that they were loyal to her and her mother. Mm. Yeah, and they could have maybe. been doing it because right now, like they, it seems like there's a lot of chaos. Yeah, like half <laughs> half of the people got sucked in. That you know, like you, you just it might have gotten lost in the shuffle. And yep, you also yep. have some people who got snapped and then just never, and, you know, just came back. So That's maybe, true. you know, you have some really smart people who I mean, uh, were loyal to uh, Maria Rambeau. That's and, good point. Yeah. I don't know about everybody else, but I mean, like when I'm having a really chaotic day at work, sometimes it takes me a long time before I'm checking my emails, you know? So like maybe, maybe you just, maybe there's <laughs> totally something in there in his inbox. He's just like, I'm just going to get around to it basically. <laughs> they just left him on red. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. He lost most of his goons. He did say, like, you're the first one to come back of anyone who got mm -hmm. snapped. So, like, mm -hmm. maybe everyone else who got snapped, like, I don't know. This is the this is the snap brigade. Yeah. Not to mention, like he's he's a shitty leader. Like, and everybody <laughs> really is. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need I, to think too hard. Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if there's like a faction of people, probably a majority of people who work for him, who don't like him. Yeah. 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 Uh, all this to to say that I'm on board with the idea that this this person is not as they seem. Um, that it could be it could be just they're a rogue faction, or one of them may be that, uh, as Marsley was saying, that childhood child child scroll all grown up. Yep. What if not faction, but squadron? And this is how we bring Star Wars into the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> it's all one world. Um, so oh, Monica. I was gonna say the the 
the physicist is just like a uh, uh, salacious B. Crumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> like, it's uh, like, Bill Nye, the science guy. Jack <laughs> <Jack> Skellington. <laughs> um, really getting in there. So Monica charges through uh, after seeing the uh, field of energy all around her and runs right into Wanda's house. And Wanda's like, who the, what, how, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought I, uh, and pushes her outside. We got the red wiggly woos right away. Um, and Monica breaks that and uh, isn't slammed down. She does, she sticks that superhero landing, like we said. And uh, she starts getting through to Wanda. Uh, starts connecting with her in, on an emotional level about like I know what you're going through. I lost people. Shit happens. You, you got you got to deal with it. Uh, and then you get Agnes moving that curtain. Like ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. fuck, yeah. neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pays off for her this time because uh, she sees that her plan is is someone's getting in the way of things, and she goes out and interrupts that. Uh, and Monica uh, is just kind of like off off to the side as she walks off with with Agnes. What do you got? I was, I was surprised how quickly Monica kind of like once Agnes appears, backed like off. Monica very quickly backs off. Yes. Um, very I wonder much if surprised. Yeah. I, yeah I, I wonder if there's something else going. I mean, and Agnes obviously is, we learn is very powerful. So I, I, I don't know if she's doing her own weekly woos that are, you know, that are, <laughs> they're causing Monica to kind of reconsider her, her situation or anything. But like, I was really surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah, we did see her purple wiggly woos um, when she was down in the dungeon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't think I was the? Yeah, you were the only. You were the guy who was the only one with wiggly woos, did you? <laughs> wiggly yeah. woos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just took that. I just assumed that Monica was kind of like as things were unfolding and as Agatha or um, Agnes was approaching and kind of disrupting things. I was just assuming that Monica maybe was just like, all right, maybe like, let me just back off and then just snoop around and see what I can figure out um, yeah. and wait till I have a, a moment alone with um, with Wanda because like the whole neighborhood at that point was like outside checking out what, what was going on. So um, yeah, I just and been she's very agitated too. Like you don't want to keep pushing Wanda while she's that agitated. Yeah, you don't want to get kicked yeah. out again. Also, Monica it, it, probably noticed that everyone else was frozen and Agnes wasn't, which, uh, would, which raised raise maybe a few red flags. Yeah, I didn't even well, notice it. I didn't I did not notice that at all. <laughs> well, and, and also too, it makes me want, because a couple of weeks ago we were remarking on how they keep identifying everybody in the town, but they did not identify Agnes. And we remarked on that on at the time, like, oh, that's very interesting. And I think we were already kind of going towards you know some of these theories that ended up paying off this week but it makes yeah. me wonder like it, it but it makes me wonder about everybody on the other side of the hex like so what did they think agnes was were they just like we can't place her yet we don't know but she's definitely or 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 does hayward have some intel or something does monica have access to some of that in intel before she went away uh, i don't know we have, yeah. we, I have i have plenty of questions that i have no answers in the uh, potential flashback episode. Maybe we'll cut to a scene with Monica at the library going through microfiche. Yes. Uh, and she's going back to the Salem witch trials and it's like, wait a second. Oh, I love it. He died on this very day. I it's would Agnes. kill for a microfiche scene. God. Oh, and this is how they bring in Pennywise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she she says to and did you notice maybe maybe uh, I'm reading into it or listening into it 
Uh, but it sounded like her accent came back a little bit when she was like, don't make me hurt you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. When she gets mad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she she gets come out. yeah. Whenever she's brought out of, <laughs> out of character, I guess it, mm -hmm. it comes back. Uh, and Monica has done that several times. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I skipped over a bunch of Wanda stuff. So I want to go back to that. Um, but we talked about some of it. So it's um, the, basically what's happening with Wanda leading up to this is her, She's taking a day to herself. <laughs> She's like, the best way that I can punish myself is to just yeah. take the day, take a staycation. Um, <laughs> but everything is kind of falling down around her. Uh, she has that one time. self care. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the hex is kind of falling apart. Um, we're seeing those transitions between um, sets and props that we we've talked about. We saw the stork uh, come come back at one point. Right. Uh, the milk is <laughs> changing. The um, video game controllers. From <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that they kept it mostly uh, within Nintendo. I think Atari popped up in there. Yeah. It was an uh, Atari. Before and they just no. abandoned that. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> no, like no. the house, we kind of started to see the structure, mm -hmm. like yeah. where it seemed yeah. like, is there even a house there? Or is this just kind of a shell? Like, it, I thought that was kind of eerie. There was the um, moment where she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Which kind of mirrored. Uh, Mrs. Hart, when stop she was it. stop it, stop it, mm -hmm. stop, stop, yeah. stop it. Um, um one yeah. detail I noticed on with them when the milk was changing was that I think it was also just indicative of like the time period that it was changing to, but the missing yeah. child ad on the milk oh, carton. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And in last episode, we were like, where all these kids come from? Mm -hmm. So maybe there's something there. I bet you it's nothing. I bet you it's just like you know, in the seventies, eighties. This was uh, an icon. Like this was a iconic milk style. Yeah, all those iconic missing <laughs> kids. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> in the breakdown that I that I watched, uh, they kind of turned up the. I, unless this was a joke, but they turned up the volume on the radio, and it was something that all oh, your little ghosts come home the other night, like last night, uh, which again, kind of, we talked about that, it in the last episode about the kids possibly all just being resurrected children, which is yeah, again dark yeah. for Disney, but quite possible. You know what? That was in the I watched the episode with closed captions, like I always do, because I'm a weirdo. Yeah, but like that—that that was in the closed captions, actually. That dialogue that you just mentioned, Mike, mm. and I, and I, I did not hear it, so I was just like, "Oh, that's odd. They left that in." So, all right, but so, yeah. but it was still there. It was just really, really low. Really low. Okay. Uh, Tab. Uh, yeah. The uh, some people thought maybe that the the kid on the box was important in some way, but it could uh, it could also just be foreshadowing that her kids were gonna be missing by the Ooh. end of the episode. How oh, I lost my children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything more on Wanda's I, day? Just on the video game controllers. So it started, I don't know if it's this is significant. It could just be because this is the point in sitcoms that we're in, but they started with Wii controllers. So yeah. like 2008, mm -hmm. which which like tracks with you know Modern Family and The Office and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. it does to me, it, it to me does suggest that we're not done, you know, because because the outside outside the hex they are in what did they say 2025? Is that like right after yeah. the snap? It, like like they're they're a few they're years ahead of us in our in our in our flesh world timeline. Um, but um, so I think. We could definitely do like a whole flashback thing, but I don't. I think it might be 
in the style of something now. You know, a I mean, this mm-hmm. is us is very popular. <laughs> but like, 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 oh boy. <laughs> I mean, but it's like that I it's an iconic like yeah. storytelling style now of like, you know. That would be wild if if, Marshall, if they just, if they say, just yeah, uh, insecure on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which would be amazing. Yeah. I'd love to see uh see them pull that off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> earlier in this uh thread, Billy uh, is complaining that you know the voices uh, he's just hearing so much and it's 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 not pleasant uh, and then he gets to Agnes's house where he says I like it here it's quiet and you got nothing going on <laughs> yeah. like you're pretty you're you're quiet too um uh so there's just just one small detail there uh, is oh. that he's hearing everybody else's thoughts outside of there but in her house it's very quiet so her house is seemingly shielded but from a lot of what's what's going on so whatever is around her whatever magic she's got going on is just kind of protecting it's kind of noise canceling for uh for billy seems like and also yeah. and i guess she can protect her own thoughts from him as well that's true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, it makes me think too like she probably has been protecting her own thoughts from wanda the whole time too because wanda is capable of uh of the same powers so yeah nightmares and red wiggly woos Mm-hmm. Um, we talked briefly about the commercial. Um, of course, it's a friggin' drug commercial yeah. Uh, yeah. for this time yeah. period. I hate Depression. it. I hate those commercials. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything more on that? Uh, Tab talked a little bit uh, about the Nexus, and we talked about the Nexus beings. Um, the one line was, because the world doesn't revolve around you. Or does it? Or does it? Yeah. Which is another thread throughout this uh, this episode where a questions are posed but not answered. Um, mm-hmm. Where Vision is asking Darcy questions and she doesn't have the answers. The kids are asking Wanda questions. She doesn't have the answers. The commercial mm-hmm. asks a question. Doesn't have the answer. Interesting. So the, yeah. the answer for that question came at the end of the the, uh, the episode. So yeah, I, and sure. like for during the opening everything was just like different versions of Wanda and it was just like very Wanda like in I've, I was wondering I knew it would ha- uh, come back sometime um but yeah it was like the the opening as opposed to being all about Wanda and Vision this time it was just all about Wanda, Wanda. and then yeah. that reference to you know maybe the world or, or the world doesn't revolve around you um or does it then the answer <clears throat> I guess is like it was Agatha yeah oh, and oh. there was also a ransom note in that that yes there was i saw that yeah uh yeah. and i know what you were doing last uh hex what exactly did it say I, it was something like i know what you did i know what you're doing yeah i know what you're doing yeah 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 um i talked about nexus beings but the nexus itself is like the cross-dimensional gateway yeah where there's a path to all possible realities mm-hmm Oh, and okay. there's one in each multiverse. Uh, it also so exists in the Star Trek world as well. That's, that's how true. Captain Picard met uh, uh, Captain Kirk. Oh. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I'll back you up on that, Mike. It's true. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this, is, this is where you actually might have to stop me. Um, so uh, Nexus beings like Wanda are monitored by the TVA, and we know they're going to be the Time Variance Authority, which is going to be very heavily involved mm. in the Loki show. Oh, mm. there it is. Because, uh, I because guess Nexus the... beings can mess up the timeline. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I was going to just 
say what I thought and you just cleared it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thought what they did. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, then there's also the uh, post credits too, where Wanda, um, where Monica is, uh, it picks up after uh, Wanda and Agnes go into her house. Uh, and uh, well, we're, we're, I'm skipping ahead just a, just a bit here, um, but I've already started. Can't turn back now. Oh, no. um, yeah. <laughs> and she is, she goes to the front door. Nobody's, nothing kind of happened in there. She goes to the uh, storm, what do you call those? Storm doors, uh, like basement yeah, like, door. Yeah. Basement. Storm uh, cellar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Storm cellar. Uh, op- storm opens cellar it up, door, yeah. uh, sees that, you know, some weird shit's going on down there. Uh, and then... Uh, Pietro in quotes, thank you, Punk Funko Pop. Um uh is uh Snooper's gonna snoop. Yeah. 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 I was Just glad like to finally get too. <laughs> yeah. I was I was happy to finally get a post or a mid-credit scene. Yeah. Um because I'm one of the people who just sits there and watches <laughs> until yeah. the very end every it's single gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I fast forward. I'll I'll put it on. <laughs> but just the 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 two, the two um speed. I don't go. I don't go full blast. Um, I was nicely rewarded because I noticed in the credits, just like, oh, they credited Evan Peters. He wasn't in this episode at all, basically, and then he was in the episode. Uh, uh, so just going story. back a little bit. Uh, so Wanda is there at Agnes's place, and uh, she's just kind of looking <laughs> around. They got that eerie music playing playing underneath. Uh, yep. She looks around. She sees uh, Senor Scratchy, Mister Scratchy, which is it? She sees the rabbit. Senor. Yeah, Uh, senior scratchy, and then she looks over. She sees uh, what appears to be a cicada, Um, and then she's just like, "Where are the twins? Uh, Oh, they're probably just playing in the basement." Uh, So she starts walking. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. as as kids do. Um, That's all right. Maybe you know, when you were a kid, you wanted to get away from the TV and you wanted to just play around in the dirty basement. Yeah, in the in the silence of the lambs' basement. That yeah, really. Some people have finished rec rooms. Um, so uh, she starts heading down that way, and very quickly it starts changing from regular basement to underground lair. Uh, <laughs> and you see vines and colors, uh, and then she walks in, and then it's just full-on crypt um, with uh, purple wiggly-woos all around. Uh, we see hexes all over mm-hmm. the place, and we also see the book, uh, this glowing book, which... Uh, seems to be what either a, I'm guessing the source of Agnes's Agatha's power or just a prize collection, maybe I don't know. Um, and her, her that's favorite where... recipes are in there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's and then we have that reveal. Oh, you didn't think you were the only magic person in town? And then we have that fantastic, oh, so uh, all amazing. about yeah, amazing. monsters Excellent. sounding. Yes. Loved yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. It was Agatha so all along. It was so Which uh, is Catherine Hahn's voice, I believe, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is, yeah. Vocal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's it's so good. It's like so. It was one of my favorite parts of the entire series. Yeah. So oh, the sure. so much fun. For sure. The book is the big question here, um, and the breakdown I saw. Uh, well, my first thought, having watched Seasons of Shield, because uh, it's the only book that I know, <laughs> uh, is the the, the Darkhold. Uh, which they use in in that show, um, but apparently the breakdown I saw said it could be any number of books because I didn't rec- I didn't remember in Doctor Strange there's also a whole library of these, yeah. sure. these, yeah, these that's things true. and one is missing and one is missing. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. So what do we got? Uh, the book is also glowing with a magical energy that's the same color as the as Doctor Strange and the sorcerers use. So I don't. I think maybe Agnes can't open it. Okay. Oh. oh. And she needs her. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Writing the, all these things down. The kids make. <laughs> this is good stuff. Different oh, colors. <laughs> it's got to be opened really speedy and really wiccany. Uh, what's going to happen after this is Sam is going to go rewatch entire series uh, and just go by colors, uh, just like in the Better Call Saul, Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure that there's something to it, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there definitely is. Because yeah. the book point. was glowing. It was, it was it like a yellowish type of orange. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Doctor Strange's. That's what they, yeah. when they're doing they're, their. Uh, yeah. They're making their, 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 geometry their circle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess for the book is wild if you guys are interested yes. in like the deepest possible cut what do you got yeah, now you have to you've tell been, us yeah you've been <laughs> dropping gems all day so yeah, yeah go for it. uh the necronomicon from a different reality specifically what? earth necronomicon ex mortis <laughs> the book of the um, dead the book of the dead uh but not the one from our reality one from a different reality because that's the one that has pa the power to create portals between time and realities. Mm, but mm, what's okay. really fun about that one is it's also the one from Ash Williams' universe. Please. Evil Dead yeah. from Please the bring him in. Darkness. <laughs> Make him part of the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel That'd zombie crossover. Yeah. Oh, I would oh. fucking love it. Please oh, bring if, Ash if he just comes this. out and he just... <laughs> This is my boomstick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think the internet would explode. They did show her with a chainsaw a couple episodes ago. So, I mean, they're, 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 and they're, as Ash vs. Evil Dead was a show that was just recently on, that could be the next show, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah they're going to do, yeah, they're going to do Ash vs. Evil Dead. Bruce I would fucking Campbell die. just arrived in London to film something, which is where they're filming Doctor Strange 2 right now. Which is. That's oh, which That's is directed by Sam, by, Raimi. by Sam Raimi. Yes, yeah. who directed the Evil Deads, but also Bruce Campbell always has a cameo in every. Always, yes. Sam yeah. Movie. He could be so, anyone. Yeah, he could. You really could. It's going to be but, Ted Raimi, uh, <laughs> the main villain of of this division, <laughs> as himself. That's good. Uh, Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead, huh? Uh, I, like I thought that. it was might be just Infinite Jest. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she still can't open it. Yeah. I've never been able to finish She's it. Never been able to open the book. Yeah. I, I just can't bring myself to do it. Pages. Nah. No. Uh, any other thoughts on on the episode uh, as we head into the final two eps? I just want to oh. shout out the uh, title sequence, which was a blend of, um, you know, I think we mentioned off air. It was a blend of the theme music was very The Office. Um, and the logo was very Modern Family, but the actual credit styling, like the sequence itself, was very Happy Endings, mm -hmm. which is not a show that a lot of people really enjoyed when it was on the air. I really liked that show. Mm -hmm. um, but also that show was produced by Joe and Anthony Russo, and who have directed the last couple of Avengers yeah. and Captain America movies. So now this is officially the snake eating its own tail here. <laughs> Wonderful. That's actually why I thought almost for sure that those cutaways were referencing Arrested Development since they worked mm, on that, that as well. They worked as, yep. as well, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Uh, anyone else, any any closing thoughts looking ahead? I just, just a quick thought. Um, 
I just, uh, I, I wonder what Agatha did to the boys. Um, Cause like, I, I think all we got was some half eaten peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think they ate the crust, which I don't know if that says That's anything about classic. that. Classic. Sounds like kids. For kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that tracks. So yeah. I guess they're still the same age. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She aged them uh, way down. I would guess she put them somewhere. Yeah. She needs them. Someone mm. needs them. Yeah. I yeah. saw one, one of the internet, uh, the, the, one of the YouTube, like, like 78 things you missed. Um, <laughs> In this 10-second like clip. That's a lot of things. Speculating that, that she ate them or, like, consumed their energy. I was like, I don't know if we're going that a Hansel Dark. and Gretel lot of thing we're doing <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Well, witches eat kids. That's yeah, she, just like, says, canon. Canon. she does say <laughs> that she bit. Well, I did bite kids. Yeah, that was. I was going to bring that up. That's that was canon. one of my favorite lines in this. Like even just like, with the ending too. But they. Uh, yeah. I actually did bite a kid. Once. Actually did bite a kid. Once. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. That was that was the best joke in the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, any other closing thoughts? Uh, there was a. Theor like there's a, a witch thing that uh people were theorizing about that like in, in like old Sa old salem times um <laughs> like different birthmarks were seen as like the mark of the devil which mm. marked you as a witch mm. and uh, when she pulls up her shirt to be like i've got this weird questionable mole on me like yeah. everyone was just like whoa what the yeah. fuck is that like yeah. it's not just like a oh aunt and Agnes has a weird mole. It's like, like, oh God. So like, I wonder if there's like some, like there's some body thing too to like mark her as a witch. Yeah. Well, if you pause real quick, you can see it. It's just a perfect Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they. It's, it's uh, just looking. It's very yeah, this, polite. This episode was for anyone that was still like is it agatha harkness yeah uh it, it was weird <laughs> it was yeah it was we got the mole we got we got the the weird things within the the living room and then at the very end it's like okay here everybody it was just so in your face and and uh on purpose the way that they did all of those things but it was just uh yeah it was pretty funny i uh, really appreciated the facial expressions of the boys too mm -hmm. um, throughout the episode i feel like yeah. great mm -hmm. yeah every, i feel like everybody's performance just like throughout has been awesome yeah mm -hmm. keep the kids for the uh young avengers it's yeah, I, wild that I, oh sorry no rob you first it, it's wild that i i do mike i think you're right i think you said this earlier that like they're credit. they're doing their best to like kind of explain stuff to maybe new viewers which means like they kind of probably see this as like a gateway into the MCU. Like if you missed all of phase one, you missed like the last decade <laughs> of MCU and this is your jumping on point. So they <laughs> picked <laughs> the most meta esoteric, like the, the weirdest thing the MCU's ever put out as like their gateway and it's working, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is, yep. I think, I think this was a very brave uh, project for for Marvel and and broader Disney too. This this is a weird show. Like this is on many different levels. Because my mom, we watched the first episode with my mom, and she loved it because she thought it was just going to be that the whole time. So <laughs> yeah. now she's like, I've heard it's become something different, and I'm like, she also, it has. She also <laughs> called it Wonder Vision. She did. She <laughs> she will not call it anything other than Wonder Vision. It's very funny. Uh, it is it's i'm sorry good katie i was gonna say like i know that it was that what's the falcon and the winter soldier that show was supposed to come first and because of everything with covid it got pushed 
I think that this was a happy accident. Yeah. That, like, I, I think that so this too. next yeah. layer kicks off with something so different as opposed to like two beefy boys wearing all gray punching things. Like yeah. I, I have, <laughs> I have 20 hours of that. Like, I- I, I, I will bet you anything, basically, when they decided that, okay, WandaVision has to come out first, there was at least a part of them was like, oh, no, like, we we didn't, oh. this, 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 this is not what we wanted at all, because this show is, you know, like, this is not the way we wanted to start, like, the TV shows, basically, but, um, but I think, yeah, I think it is a happy accident. Yeah, uh, and I was just going to say, uh, back to what Rob was saying about what I was saying, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> uh, the, for the people easing easing into this uh as we're all people that have worked in um various facets of comedy it, it becomes uh they're like second beats uh mm-hmm. so you recognize mm-hmm. this now we're going to take those ideas and put them in into this so that it's just a little bit more palatable mm-hmm. um and a little little bit of a, a gateway and it's just yeah i think it's worked out pretty well for them because also because of the casting that they that they've done and because of the the kind of um bang up job that uh their leads have done especially specifically uh olsen yeah she's incredible she really is yeah because to be able to like morph yourself every episode uh in in accordance to every you know thematic uh sitcom it's just brilliant paul bettany and and elizabeth olsen Mm -hmm. i was particularly impressed with her in the bewitched episode because Mm -hmm. she was nailing the main character from bewitched it it was Mm. perfect elizabeth montgomery to the point where i'm almost like i know like how could they do another even if they did another season of wandavision where it continued with the characters like they couldn't continue with the format and so there's there's almost no chance we're going to get a season two that can do this and i'm just like how can like how's marvel going to top this level of like showing us something new by showing us something done yeah which yeah it's it's been it's been an incredible uh, incredible journey and, I, and i'm i'm legitimately sad that there's only two episodes left and there's mm-hmm. not really it's not like oh i wonder if they'll do this again even if they did it again it how what could they do yeah, you know how, how could they yeah. continue yeah. in like something that felt spiritually <laughs> like this show i mean i finally get my wandavision team mom style episode oh yeah katie wants the next season to just be all like all, 90s all our, and early 2000s all, mtv reality God, shows. Could, could you imagine like wanda and vision in a team mom episode where they're just like like i can't freaking believe you and temptation uh, island with another girl mm-hmm. like, what would i be what, incredible what i was just saying for people getting into marvel that would be how they get me into like those shows understand these references let's get into winners and losers as we are once again running long uh, i want to start with losers uh so this is someone who you believe lost the episode um tab you have the honors jimmy of, of first oh why, why, why do you feel he lost he has no one now. His two oh, friends are in the yeah, hex. Yeah. He got kicked out of sword. That's and I point. think that unfortunately, he's going to have to work with Hayward again. <laughs> oh, God. In yeah. some capacity to try, if he's going to do anything. It's a good loser. Uh, Katie. Uh, basements. If they weren't <laughs> before, they're even creepier now. I'm telling you, some people have finished basements. They're very nice. 
Uh, it's another <laughs> added room where if people are up in the living room doing things, you can be downstairs recording a podcast. Um, <laughs> Mr. Milster Millionaire. Sounds, over sounds here. like someone's being sponsored by Big Basement. Yeah, uh, it's ha it's half finished. <laughs> if we're being honest, it's cold as fuck. Um, that's why I'm always wearing a sweatshirt down here. Uh, Rob, loser. Uh, everyone on the alternative sword team. Because they, they, yeah. they spent all that time yeah. and all that effort to get that big-ass future car there. And she crashed into the wall and was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk inside. <laughs> and, she did. and they were all like, okay, you get superhero powers now. We lost our whole long weekend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if they are the people that are the, you know what? We're going to start our own sword. Yeah. Uh, and they put yeah. all of their money. They, they pulled up a collection and made this truck and then done. Yeah. Um, it comes out half toy truck yeah, um, it's, it's... and it chewed it up and spit it right back yeah. at it yeah. uh, Sam, loser. I'm going to say the strong man because he was <laughs> trying to run an efficient show and they were supposed to be on stage. And I've been in that position before where someone is not mm. ready to go on stage and it's mm -hmm. the worst. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think he had a real bad day. Marcelie. Um, I'll say the twins. They, they they got kidnapped, and getting kidnapped isn't fun. Yeah, and not speaking yep. from experience or anything, but you know. <laughs> uh, Michael, everyone out there who did not have their money on Catherine Hahn being the villain. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. did Just not. Keeping read. it real. <laughs> they did not read the many clues made before <laughs> them. Um, and the, there might be still people that are like, I don't know. No, there's a mystery. Plenty. There's <laughs> plenty. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a big, the red herring. That whole intro where she says it was me all along. Well, not not to derail us, but when we were talking about Reed Richards earlier, I wanted I, I was, thought it was really funny when I went on the internet and I saw a lot of reactions to people going like, "Oh, they promised we were going to see him." And we didn't. It's just like, whoa, 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 I don't remember anyone getting promised anything. Like, I don't know. So never, never un misunder underestimate a fan's desire. Basically, just be like, I don't to not process what they're seeing. Uh, for me, my loser is Vision. Um, he he got all caught up on the several times that he's died, uh, that his life isn't real. He doesn't know what he is. He can't leave the hex. Uh, and he, he believes his wife is trying to keep him from reaching her. Um, and God knows what the hell happens by episode 10 or episode 9 to, uh, to Vision. Yikes! Yeah, um, you're you're right. I, I like that one because anytime uh, I feel like my wife is trying to deliberately uh, <laughs> like prevent me from reaching her, and I feel like you know she's either uh, not answering my texts or hanging mm -hmm. up the phone before, I, mm -hmm. I get pretty infuriated. So I, I like that one. All right, we're gonna go to winners uh, tab. I mean Agatha, big time. Yeah. 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 I don't think we need a. Uh... A real explanation as to uh, as to why, Katie. Uh, the concept the concept of something it being something all along, because that's <laughs> you know it really won it really won. Uh, yeah, and that theme was so quickly catchy yeah. that I'll, whenever I hear all along, I'm going to hear whatever <laughs> it's going to be blank all along. Um, <laughs> Rob, I've been singing that shit all week. <laughs> uh, in that vein, I am going to say, out of work TV theme song writers, because like <laughs> I really feel like they have been not utilized for a decade mm. or more. Yep. Um, so, you know, TV theme song slash jingle writers 
are yeah. getting paid because of this. Yeah. Maybe yep. they got the the person that did the uh, um, many of these TGIFs. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. 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 That was really the golden age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marsley? Um, I'm going to go with Monica because, like, yeah, she got back into the to the hex. Uh, she risked her life by taking her helmet off and going into it. Um, and she came out or she got in with powers. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's kind of like clear that she she's able to do some things. And if she's nearly as powerful as uh, Tabitha said that she is, then I mean, how can you not be a winner? Mm. Sam. I'm going to say uh, the prop and set designers because they got to do a lot of fun stuff in all different decades this time. And uh, mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun to for me to watch. So I feel like it would be, probably be a lot of fun for them to acquire all of these items. For sure. Uh, Michael? Uh, I'm going to say Catherine Hahn. Not Agatha, but Catherine Hahn <laughs> for her absolutely perfect delivery of, among other things, and I killed Sparky too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And her witchy laugh, which was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which she also, and I don't know that we mentioned it in the previous uh, episode, but she does that laugh. She does the a witch laugh as a yeah. witch, though, yes. in the previous, uh, previous yes. episode. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the mailman. Uh, because something happened. We don't know what it was, uh, but he lost his job as a mailman, and now he works for Presto. Uh, so very, <laughs> very quickly got back into uh, got got it got back on his feet, uh, and now he works for uh, Presto, which is a, um, a Agnes run FedEx, I guess. <laughs> so there's that. Um, that is that is our episode. Uh, I want to thank Michael. Sam, Marcelie, Rob, Katie, uh, and guest Tabitha Parker. Uh, again, you can see uh, Tab do the MCU Explained uh, on YouTube. Uh, I will link the channel in the episode notes. Is there anything else you want to say about the channel, Tab? It's really fun, and we go into such a deep nerd dive that if you're wanting to know the tiniest little things we notice, it's all in there. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, and thank you for listening. Uh, have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.